0: Welcome to day 270 of Shaped by the Word, season two, the drama of Scripture. Of course, we find ourselves in one of the richest uh, sections of Scripture. Uh, we find ourselves uh, in a place where Jesus is talking about what it means to fulfill uh, the law, and we certainly see in the teaching of Jesus the fullness of the law, the beauty of the law, the portrait You know that God has uh, been preparing us for in the person of Christ, and so as Jesus uh, goes up on the mountain uh, to teach, it's reminiscent of Moses going up on the mountain to receive the law. But rather than Jesus going up on the mountain and receiving a, a new law and giving it to us, he, he goes up on the mountain and he, he unfolds the law. And we have a beautiful portrait uh, you know, of what it means to be the people of God, described in the, you know, in the Beatitudes of being poor in spirit, mourning, uh, being meek, hungering, thirsting for God to make us right, to make the world you know right around us, and, and so we begin to see that as it works out, you know, in the in the Sermon of the Mount. So we continue in Matthew chapter five, uh, and before we do, we uh, uh, as always, uh, we realize that God has given us a gift in Scripture, and we want to fully appropriate that gift in our our lives through the work of the Holy Spirit. So we pray as as, as Paul. Pray in Ephesians that, uh, that God would enlighten the eyes of our hearts so that you might see him in the depth of his love in all of its fullness and share that together with all of God's people. So, Matthew, do you mind lifting us up the word of prayer before yeah. we read?
1: Yeah, let's pray. Father, we do ask um, for, for a great glimpse of, of your heart and your character this time as we read your word. Thank you that you do reveal yourself to us, that you speak to us. Um, And Father, we thank you for the technology that um, is available to us, that enables us to read as your body and um, to be edified together. And so, Father, as we um, spend these next few moments together in your word, uh, would you use it to bring glory to yourself? Would you use it to transform us? Uh, Would you convict us of sin, um, lead us to repentance, and and Father, give us comfort? We love you. It's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.
0: We're picking up in verse 21 of Matthew chapter 5. Have you heard it, it was said to the people long ago, you shall not murder, and anyone who murders will be subject to judgment. But I tell you that anyone who is angry with a brother or sister will be subject to judgment. Again, anyone who says to a brother or sister, Raha, is answerable to the court, and anyone who says you fool will be in danger of the fire of hell. Therefore, if you are offering your gift on the altar, and there you remember your brother or sister has something against you, leave your gift there in front of the altar first, and go be reconciled to them. Then come and offer your gift. Settle matters quickly with your adversary who is talking is taking you to court. Do it while you are still together on the way, or your adversary may hand you over to the judge, and the judge may hand you over to the officer, and the officer will throw you into prison. Truly, I tell you, you will not get out until you have paid the last penny. You've heard it was said you shall not commit adultery, but I tell you that anyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. If your right eye causes you to stumble, gouge it out and throw it away, it's far better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to be thrown into hell. And if your right hand causes you to stumble, cut it off and throw it away, it's better for you to lose one part of your body than for your whole body to go into hell. This has been said anyone who divorces his wife must give her a certificate of divorce. But I tell you that anyone who divorces his wife, except for sexual immorality, makes her the victim of adultery. And anyone who marries a divorced woman commits adultery. Again, you have heard it was said uh, to people long ago, do not break your oath, but fulfill to the Lord the vows you've made. But I tell you, do not swear an oath at all, either by heaven, for it is God's throne, or by earth, for it is his footstool, or by Jerusalem, for it is the city of the great king. And do not swear by your head, for you cannot make even one hair white or black. All you need to say is simply yes or no. Anything beyond this comes from the evil one. You've heard it was said, an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. But I tell you, do not resist an evil person. If anyone slaps you on the right cheek, turn to them the other also. And if anyone wants to sue you and take your shirt, hand over your coat as well. If anyone forces you to go one mile, go with them two miles. Give to one who asks you, and do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. You've heard that it was said, love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemy and pray for those who persecute you Uh, Jesus uh, takes, you know, common misunderstandings of the law, and, and, and of course, he, he enlarges them. Uh, when he's speaking on, you know, divorce, obviously the law permitted a, a divorce for any lack of favor. Or, uh, and uh, uh, people had broadened that term as it could possibly be. But uh, Jesus moves back uh, past the provision of the law to the original intent, you know, of God for two to be joined together. Uh, you know, permanently in the un- union of marriage, and the disaster that results when that marriage is broken, um, as well. So there, there's a lot of different you know directions you know that he he takes us in this, and they're all, uh, again, what we you know, talked about you know, in yesterday's reading. This is the fullness of the law, not just simply the letter of the law, but the intent of the law, as seen in the person of Jesus.
1: When he's doing exactly what. You know, he, he when he says, um, "Unless your righteousness surpasses mm-hmm. that of the Pharisees and the teachers of the law, you'll certainly not enter the kingdom of heaven." You know, as long as we view the law as something that's just kind of a checkbox, mm-hmm. good. I've never murdered anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I've never divorced. I've never committed adultery. I'm good there. You know, you're right. Jesus then begins to amplify it and give us the true meaning of it. He says it was never just about the physical act of murder. But have you hated a brother? You know, all of a sudden now mm-hmm. we begin to see our righteousness, ex- our lack of righteousness, really exposed. You know, and the answer then would, would, would lead us to Christ and begin to see, you know, again, that response that's required wow. to repent.
0: And obviously he's moving us you know, from outward conformity to the law to the inward uh, transformation that yeah. the law brings. Mm-hmm. And, and so this is not an outward righteousness, but this is a heart righteousness. Yeah. And and of course, if one makes the heart right, then everything, you know, will be right. But if the heart is not right, and, and so he does, you know, go through. You know, let congratulations, you've not murdered anybody. But mm-hmm. you know, if your thoughts could kill, you know, <laughs> how many people would be falling, mm-hmm. you know, all around you? And congratulations, you, uh, you know, you have a not gone outside of your, your marriage vows and united with another. But if your heart demonstrated complete faithfulness to your marriage vows, then what would be the condition of it? So he, he's moving us to a much deeper place. And, and so the fulfillment of the law, the Pharisees, you know, had these half measures, you know, that they could be sure that they're taking the letter of the law. You know, they're, they're going to be tithing their deal, their mint, and their cumin and, and all of that. And Jesus is going to the full measure of the law. And, and of course, these are the people that are living in the spirit of the Beatitudes. How how they look at the law.
2: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah he's he's turning all this <laughs> on its ear, and he really is going after those who have been, I guess, righteous in, in being lawkeepers, but also self righteous. And he goes on; he'll go on to even begin to continue tell us it's not what goes in that defiles, but it is what comes out of your heart that is defiling. And so it really is about. What's going on in our heart? The the things that are hidden or unseen to others, but yet God sees and, and knows. You know who we really are. Those are some hard words.
0: No, they uh, they are. Mm-hmm. But there's a you know far bigger challenge. You know that. Uh, that we have in being the people of God, it's 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 a it's a deep rooted character, and, and of course, you have that you know final statement, and of course, that really brings you know, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, where you know, the the final ask is probably the bigger ask, you know, to love your enemies you know, to keep your heart pure as far as anger, to keep your heart, you know, pure as far as your, your marriage, but to, you know, to love your enemies and mm-hmm. uh, those who have, you know, the way he, he describes, you know, he describes them, those who persecute you. And, and we've already talked about that. So it's not enough that you just suffer persecution, but you love those that are persecuting you. And he calls this, you know, being per- perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. Mm-hmm. And this is not, you know, kind of our sense of, you know, Perfection, you know, this kind of tedious outward mm-hmm. perfection, but it is the sense of completeness. Mm-hmm. Our love is truly complete in us, not when we love those who are easy to love, or love those who love us, but when we can actually move past that and love our enemies. So all of it is a is a pretty huge challenge, mm-hmm. and, and of course that's the heart of the entire challenge. We we haven't fulfilled the law, uh, or we haven't even right. come close to touching what righteousness is, unless our measure you know as our heavenly father or the person of christ rather than uh, measuring ourselves by the conduct of those around us and we can always find somebody Mm -hmm. who's a little worse than Mm -hmm. we are uh, and we measure ourselves by them and we feel pretty good about ourselves Mm
2: -hmm. jesus is really setting us up for the good news because we (laughs) fall so short of all of this and yet uh he knows that and he is yeah he that's why he's well, going to the cross, <laughs>
0: you know, at one at the same time, he's 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 proclaiming the good news as well. Yeah, uh, he's not just giving us a law, you know, to convict us, which certainly is done. Luther okay. calls this the of yeah. uh, the law times four. Yeah, and it's probably you know Luther probably would have been better served calling this the law times ten. Yeah, uh, but <laughs> it's so you know, it's much more than that. Yeah, but this is not only you know the. Conviction that comes from our failure, but also the vision that comes from the work of Christ in us yeah. and the restorative work uh, you know that He gives us. So it is a it is a picture of the beauty of God's work in our heart and life, but it's also convicting because we have such a long way to go. Yeah, uh, if we're continuing to trust Him. That's right. Uh, you need to do those you need mm-hmm. to do those things. Cindy, why don't you on that note close us the word of sure. prayer.
2: Father, we thank you for the word that uh, we've read. Um, we thank you. That as we uh, read these words that we're undone, that we understand that we are, or that we are a, an unholy people, uh, Father, that we desperately need a Savior, and Lord, we uh, we come to that place, uh, hopefully of humility, where we do mourn, we mourn over our our sin and where we fall short, and then we are comforted because we know that it is the hope of the gospel; it is what Christ has done on our behalf that enables us, Father, to um, praise you and to live lives in obedience and, and love and uh, eventually um, becoming the people of God because of what you've done through Christ for us. So we thank you for that, Father. We thank you for the hope of the, the cross. We thank you for the hope of Christ. We thank you for the hope that's uh, filled in, in these words that you've given us today. In Christ's name we pray. Amen.